Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. This is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you'd like. We're on them all. Listen to the Hog Call live at patio.com, the only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast, created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast. Or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five star rating and leave a comment. Even if it's just go hogs, this will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily when they search for it on iTunes. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially at our Patreon page. Even $1 would go a long way in updating our equipment or providing server space to store our episodes. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Call and leave a voicemail at 812-850-0110 or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good. Uh, you believe we're halfway through the season. I know it's crazy, but it, it flies by. I tell you what, just so everybody knows, I uh, have a pretty horrible sinus infection, so I'm going to do the best I can tonight by everybody. But you know, it is what it is. I'm I'm not feeling good, and if my voice sounds bad or better, that's that's what's going on. Yeah, what if it sounds better? That one might be something else, man. Man, I don't know. I guess I can just plug that over, man. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Uh, it is what it is. So, uh, you know, we got some big-time recruits that have uh, signed on. I know everybody's excited about that. Yeah, we got a big one today, Hudson Henry. Uh, uh, you know, the cool thing about Henry, man, is, you know, there's lineage there. And, you know, I, I, you know, if anybody that knows me knows that I'm always by whole lot. So the ink's dry on the paper. I don't really want to hear about recruits because, you know, I've seen too many coaches say, we're, we're bringing you in, you know, and too many people submit and then it not work out the way you hoped it would. Yeah, well, but I guess with Henry it's different because he's got that lineage, so. Yeah, you know, if, if, he, if he made the choice to uh, come to Arkansas, you know, he's probably going to die online. I get it, what you're saying, but in general, the uh, being kind of a consensus number 12 ranked in recruiting still positive that we're one and five, and we're still having a good recruiting class. Is uh, that's a reason to be positive, though. Henry's, yeah, you know, he's got to be committed, and just like his other Henry brothers and dad and stuff, we're all good. So you know, he's going to be real good. Absolutely. So I guess you know, you got to give that to Morris. He's definitely recruiting well. Uh, I, I think the Clemson kid coming to the game, Tulsa game, is that? Yeah, I heard something about that. Uh, I don't know. If it's True, who knows, but I thought I saw something about that, but uh, I don't know, Ty Story's been getting better every game, I'm not sure, I mean, he's going to have, a, he's going to be a senior next year, so. Yeah, I mean, if you Story is, I don't know, if he, if he if he goes on a roll, would you really want another quarterback coming in here? I mean, no offense to him, he's good, Kelly Brown's pretty solid, but if Ty Story gets on a roll, then. Oh, yeah, and I'd like to see Ty Story just, you know, continue to improve throughout the year, I'd like to see him come back next year. Do even better than he did this year. I mean, I think there's 
you know, I think Ty Story should definitely be our guy for the future. But I know there's a lot of pundits out there, a lot of people out there that are like, well, you know, Ty's a good quarterback. He's making improvements, but he's not the guy of the future and so on and so forth. So, you know, I I don't know. I, I think we just need whoever's going to get the job done. I don't care if that's Ty Story uh, or another quarterback, but whoever's going to get it done is, is what's important. But Story's been impressing me here lately. Yeah, I mean, definitely getting better every game, uh, especially against Alabama. I mean, well, he had a couple turnovers, so that's not exactly good. But besides that, I mean, he was really driving the offense, I mean, consistently down the field on Alabama. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He threw for 230 yards against Alabama. I mean, that's pretty darn good. Oh, yeah, I mean, just the, the kind of the amount of first downs. I mean, we had 22 first downs, you know. I mean, that's pretty good. They had 24, so. Mm-hmm. We're right there with them. Which uh, yeah, you look at when you look at the stats. The thing that gets me <laughs> is like uh, the running backs, and, and mm-hmm. our running backs really kept up with with their running backs. You know, they had uh, Harris had 111 yards, so we had 102 yards by Boyd, uh, and then you know the, the uh, quarterback Jalen Hurts had 35 yards, and our quarterback had 36 yards, and uh, then you had. Uh, Hayden, who had uh, 18 yards, and Robson had, you know, 23 yards, and, and uh, JoJo Jones had nine yards, and, and Jacobs had 10, and you know, we're pretty. Um, oh, Kelly had the had the big six yards, you know, and then uh, the the their quarterback had seven. So I we were pretty close to them. The difference is that second Harris. Uh, they had that the backup guy had 63 yards, and we didn't have that. We didn't have that backup in there. So. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Story is the second leading uh, carrier, and he's the quarterback. And next was Chase Hayes, mm-hmm. he only had two. So, yeah, but man, we've been talking about Boyd, man, 100 yards. Congratulations to him. He's going to have plenty more for us. That was exciting to see. Yeah, and we said it. We said he was going to wear number five well, and he did. You know, so yeah. And, He's going to play thing. again. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing, you know, we, we said we were going to go in there and score on Alabama. We did score on Alabama. We thought our defense was going to be better. And I'm going to be honest, man, I thought the play calling was very good by the coaches. I like the uh, coaches going on, going forward on fourth downs uh, when they needed mm-hmm. to, and so on and so forth. Very good play calling. I got to say, the coach, Morris, did a really good job in this game. So, half off to him, defense. He's got, got to pick it up, man. That, that was ridiculous, especially the first couple of plays, man. It was just like, I don't know. I, I looked like they wasn't trying as hard as they could. Yeah. On the angles, we just looked slow. I mean, Alabama's fast, but we just looked uh, way too slow. And I don't know. That, that first play especially was crazy. And then, uh, oh, yeah, they caught that. The, they caught that. Ricky had it tied in. Crossing route and middle. bent it up for a touchdown. Come on, man. We were talking about that. That all the receivers, they can catch a couple, like, inside 10 yards and then just take it upfield for a touchdown. And that very first play, we also told you that. Remember this last stat last week? They score every first drive of the season this year. So, you knew they were going to score. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you knew so, they were. I mean. They're, we still shouldn't have. That 65 is way too much. I guess one of them is 6'6", but 58 by the defense is still way too much. Then. We could have held them, to, you know. Absolutely. Letting them have that first score like they did was was ridiculous. And and then, you know, them going with what, five, six unanswered points of some kind. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like without any kind of you know, kind of points after TVs too, so so you know really they're coming up with, you know, three unanswered scores. Just bang, 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 bang. You know what I'm saying? Right in a row. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. that's that's you can't do that. Yeah, it got one nothing quick. I mean, it did. Have, and then how about then, sorry? How about that? Uh, the second touchdown where the tight end again goes out there and then he fumbles it like the inside mm-hmm. the ten yard, like fumbles it forward and that. Uh, I can't remember the Alabama player that fell on it for the like just picked it up and ran it in. It just looked so smooth, man. How are they even good at messing up like that? You know? Oh yeah. Well, that was a freak thing, man. That was, that was like a freak thing. Well, and then when we when we drove all the way down the field and then Story tossed tossed it oh, up, yeah. oh, you yeah. know that was. I'm glad they put Kelly in for the red zone after that, and I think that's where he shines. I like seeing him go in there. I think that's a great coaching move, you know. Yeah, he doesn't fun. like he just takes care of the ball and just goes forward. He's not going to lose anything. He's usually mm-hmm. gain something. And oh, he yeah. can pass the ball. He's just so comfortable doing it. I, I think he, he seems like he, how excited Kelly is. He seems like he loves just coming in there for a couple of plays and hanging I mean, out, you know. And getting I really like down. that size of stature coming in there in the, in the red zone. And, yeah. You know, it's a good, good utilization of him. You know, it really is. He's sitting over there, might as well, you know. Oh, I like it. Oh. How do you fumble the ball at a one-yard line like that? I mean, that's just – you got to you gotta, you gotta feel the – hold the ball better than that. I don't know. It's just it was just like we were shell shocked, you know. And yeah, well that was that was I mean we we had just scored a touchdown like because they had made twenty one nothing, so we scored a touchdown made twenty one seven. That would pull us within a touchdown at twenty one fourteen. And that mm-hmm. was a big just like hurt man, just like oh man, so close. And then you get the ball back again off of a fumble I think it was, right? Well no they uh, turned it. I mean they uh like they said, oh, you know, we're, it's going to be a fumble Arkansas way, and then they overturned it, so we never got the ball back, and then they scored. Oh God, that's what yeah, it Santos. Hit they, oh, and there. it was a clear fumble too. I remember yeah, it was that. a fumble. They, I they were like saying his his elbow touched the ground. They they went to elbow break. Be like, oh sorry, they they went to commercial break and were like, the announcer like, man, Arkansas back in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Look at this moment. It was like gosh, and then like watching it over again, it was like. That's just that hurts because like even they're like, oh man, Arkansas got the momentum. And the rest every call was against us. And there were so many holding calls that should have been called. Yeah, and I know everybody's like, well, you can call holding on every play. You know, I know not like, like that. Say that. You can call holding on every play, but not when it's not a chokehold. <laughs> no, you know? not every play. No. <laughs> I think so like good. That. Why do they have to do that? They don't have to. The thing is, off Alabama too, they don't have to do it. It's not like a mismatched. Uh, well, help. It does help you not throw interceptions. Yeah. Oh, that's that's for sure. You know, but yeah, I, I agree. You know, there's. I don't think they were, we were that mismatched from. I feel like we were shell shocked when we yeah. played them, and I felt like, like after we played them for a bit, we realized, hey, we can or, play against this team. Yeah. You know, they're and that, not that much better. So. Yeah, like we just like yeah, that's what you think. Kind of scared, man. I mean, like not really scared, but you know, just kind of. Getting those nerves out, man, playing the number one team and how good they are. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, wait a minute, we're good too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that, and the, they, they know the thing. I like to say, like, the way they kept playing is like, well, we kind of know. We know we're good now, you know? So they got that confidence. 
absolutely. And the points we scored were not on – they weren't trash points. They weren't like fourth quarter, you know, oh, no. nasty points where we're playing against their fourth string and they ran it up early. Like, we, we scored often. Yeah, the first the game, game, you know. We, made, we at least hit Stephen off, if nothing else. So he left his first teamers in there quite quite a ways. Oh yeah, no. Because he was he was looking for an excuse to like I got to get these guys like you know like the that's probably the farthest the the first teamers played in the game. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and I just felt like you know we played them so well and our defense played so poorly and it wasn't our defense. It just wasn't the same defense that played A and M. You know, it wasn't the same defense. We, we were – it's like they expected to lose. I, I think the team went out in this game expecting to lose. I think if they went out with a different mindset, well, we might have been able to pull this thing off. <laughs> we're not, yeah. Uh, that's you know, I know good. Of us. I know it was yeah. 65 to 31, but, you know, when we stopped them on a fourth and one, I mean, that was big. You know, our defense did blow up a couple times and do what they needed to do. There were some long passes that we, we knocked down and we stopped. And, you know, there were some good tackles that we made. And, you know, it wasn't all horrible in the defense, but at the same time, there, was, was, still enough, there was enough defensive play that was poor where you could tell the difference whenever the player was executing well and doing a good job and whenever they just played like crap. And John Chavis came out and said, the Chiefs came out and he said, look, you know, the coaches, we got to take this because we should have coached them better and had them more ready, which is great. You know, it's great that he's, you know, taking the uh, taking the, the initiative and he's not blaming the players and so on and so forth. But, you know, in a roundabout way, he also said the players have to step it up. And I agree with it. I think the coaches, you know, could probably they maybe they could have done a better job on the defensive side, but they've done so good all year it's hard to say that. But the players really do need to step it up. Yeah, I like what Chase. Did <clears throat> you see that video where he's running drills earlier? In the oh game? yeah. In the after man, so he's got a lot of. I like the Chiefs a lot. He took responsibility. He knows, and I think the players kind of did too. I mean, they know it too. They it wasn't good enough, and, but I think they yeah. kind of know from now. And it wasn't, hey. It's not because it wasn't good enough because we wasn't good enough count wise. It wasn't good enough. No, it just gives the effort. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it just kind of got just because yeah, Alabama's little you know their offense this year is the best Alabama saving it. Offensive scene. I mean, goodness, and I'm pretty dangerous. I mean, it's important to note that our offense put up more points on Alabama than anybody else has this year. And, you know, they haven't played just cupcakes. You know, they've played some pretty, pretty big programs. And we've put up more points on them than anybody else has. And um, our defense, if they would just done a little better, you know. But it is what it is. You know, they put up 65. We put up 31. Um I like it that everybody that's bad on Alabama, all the Alabama yeah. fans that's bad on this game, lost their money. So that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, that's always we, good. We uh, covered that, that my bookie spread. Oh, yeah, we did. And uh, 
Uh, yeah, scoring 31 was the most they scored. I mean, even everybody says Ole Miss is high-powered, you know, and they scored seven against Alabama, you know. Mm-hmm. Seven, mm-hmm. they say, oh, and they scored seven. So the team we're about to play, who averages 42 a game, any place. But yeah, but that's like crap. Those 42 points come from crap teams. I know. I, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, they're not putting up 42 points on SEC-caliber teams. The 42 points they put up were – Oh, what were the teams they played? I, I don't even remember who they were at this right now. I don't have oh, yeah. Right they, now, I, I, remember, I remember I was in Colorado, man. You were updating me on the uh, Ole Miss-Southern Illinois game because Southern Illinois blew that one, man. Like, Ole Miss won it. Mm-hmm. It was like, they allowed, like, it was crazy. They were down big, so. I'm I was just saying, man, point. even like they say Ole Miss's offense is pretty high-powered, but they only got seven against Alabama, so 31 is pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm not impressed with them. I'm not impressed with them at all. Um, I mean, Alabama. I'm not saying they're. I'm not saying they're. Oh, Miss. I'm not saying they're a bad team. I'm just not impressed with their uh, with these points that they put up. And then, like, I don't think it's been a lot. I mean, let's take a look here. Here we go. I got it up. So they only put sixteen at LSU. They put up points on Texas Tech, all right? And so, you know, everybody knows Texas Tech has a tough tech defense. That's just how it goes. They outscore everybody. And then Southern Illinois, they uh, put up 76 points on them and almost lost that game. I remember watching it. And then uh, seven points on Alabama, the one big-time game they played, and then put up 38 on Kent State. And I watched Kent State, too, because I got my – master's degree from Ohio University, and Ohio University played Kent State uh, this year already. And, um, you know, Kent State's had a decent program, but their defense isn't that impressive. And then, you know, against LSU, they put up 16 points, and then University of Louisiana, Monroe, they're going to put up 70 points. And then you're going to act like, oh, look how how many points they're putting up against all these teams. Come on, man. So it's not – they're not going to take that high power. It's who they put up those points on, you know. And albeit Arkansas should have won, you know, our out-of-conference games, and we didn't. They did, so hats off to them, you know. Well, no, I agree with you. I was saying, yeah, I guess in this case, I guess nobody's heard that before. All right. I'd, yeah, man, it's a total difference. It's pretty bad how, how the, their conference uh, performance has been this year. Oh, man. I think we're going to score a bunch on them, and they're not going to score as much, very much. So, Yeah. We'll get to the prediction later, but I'm, I'm, i got to put up some points. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So should we go back into the Alabama game? I mean, No, I think we kind of said it. I mean, I'm ready to move into Ole Miss. Yeah, it's fine with me. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I think uh, the second half, you know, Alabama put up a few points, but as we and, well, like I said, I just don't think that we were as outmatched as we looked like we were even with that final score. I just don't think we came to play. I think we had psyched ourselves out. And I think this is going to be a revenge game. I think we're going to really beat the crap out of this. I, just, I agree. Oh. You know, and I mean. It's gonna, it sounds like it's going to be a sellout, man. That's, that, that game, that's, that game's going to be crazy. They got two thousand tickets left today. That's how many tickets they have left. Two thousand left. I bet some more people bought some today too after they saw that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I better jump on. I've been messing around. I better jump on the ticket. That's gonna be awesome. 
And if you want the games to stay at War Memorial, if you're a South Arkansas guy, if you want the games to stay at War Memorial, you better go because they're trying to get it out of there. And my thing about it, I've already made my stance. I think we should play A-State there. And if we don't play A-State there, I'd just soon play all the games with Fayetteville. Yeah, that matchup would be awesome. Only because we got such a nice stadium up it there. It is really nice. And, man, the renovation they've done is really nice. But, but you know, I, I think got a special place in my heart for one memorial just but, because of it. Because uh, that's where I watched all the games as a kid and stuff. And, but I can understand if they decide not to, not to go that route. I understand both ways. I will say if we keep, if we like win there, but the one game we're playing a year there, or if we just, I mean, if we beat Ole Miss and beat the team we play next year, then they're going to have like a, well, we don't lose in Little Rock. We got But I have to as long as you keep winning, we'll let you have the game down there. Mm-hmm. Start scheduling big opponents like, ah, oh, maybe we should schedule. So I wish they go back to the LSU matchup down there. Those were always pretty crazy. That was amazing. The LSU Arkansas matchups down there were just. That was just. I love those. I love those. And yeah, that was back whenever you know we were playing a real rival and stuff. So, oh, did you hear we're going to play Oklahoma State? I know I said something about playing Oklahoma in the last podcast. We talked about Oklahoma mm-hmm. State and all that over in Jerry World. And they came out and said we're playing Oklahoma State. Did you notice when we're playing Oklahoma State? Like uh, 2024 or something? Mm-hmm. We're starting at the same year that we got to renew the Jerry World contract. So. Oh, so they're going to move it? They're, gonna, they're just saying it's going to be in Oklahoma? I mean, who knows? But I mean, well, my, thing, my thing is I'm only like three hours in here over in Fayetteville, man. We're only like three hours away from uh, – Stillwater where they play, so I'm like, man, I'd like to go there and watch it, you know? Oh, yeah, that'd be Like, awesome. I kind of want it to be a road game so I can go, go over there and watch it. And I can watch it. I need to go to Dallas anyway. I might go, but, you know, a couple hours away. I just noticed it. Just thought I'd bring it up. I know we talked about it last podcast. Just oh, yeah, it's a good matchup. It's a good reach. I like it, man. I mean, I can, it seems like you're running into a lot of Cowboy fans, so. Well, we stopped that team many, many times. So. I, I still like to play Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma in football. But. Oh, yeah. I, I'd rather see that, but, yeah, I agree. But Oklahoma State's going to be fun, too. That's going to be a fun, fun game to play. Excited. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's, I guess let's move forward. I guess we're... Are you ready? Anything else you got to say? I mean, it was kind of an over story. I had a solid game. Those turnovers, Boyd, one over. One over 100, I mean, Theo Joe Grady had seven catches now, two touchdowns. He was huge. Oh, he's, yeah. He's been yeah. coming off. Boyd had a couple, two, and the tight ends were just everywhere. Deion Stewart, his 53 yards on two receptions, that's not a bad deal either, you know. Man, I mean, I know this is kind of just taking, trying to take some kind of victory out of it. Man, special teams was good, though. I mean, I remember the last, last podcast I said, well, we're not going to give up, you know, seven touchdowns. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like a bunch of stuff change mistakes, and it wasn't any. It was just, just defense. But, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't think they were going to give up that many points either. So, you know, i got to eat crow on that for sure. But special things did look good, man. I hope they got it figured out. hope they got it figured out. Uh, yeah. You know, they were doing some things that where they were kind of, kind of pushing the ball, I felt like, a little bit. They wasn't just, you know, they wasn't, the kickoff wasn't just, 
slamming it back, trying to get it to the end zone every time and stuff. So they had some strategy that they have. No, oh, we have they're adapting kind of what they got. Mm-hmm. We think we can't kick it out. We got to yeah. you know, take that risk anymore. And I think that's where you see, like, oh, you know, we got a good coach and so on and so forth. But at the same time, uh, you know, if he's a real good coach, shouldn't he? How did you do that? Figure, yeah. figure that out before the season started. <laughs> Well, well, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell everybody. All the fans, everybody listening, listen up real close. If we don't beat Ole Miss, I'm going to have a real problem with this coach. This fans. I'm going to have a real problem with this coach, and I'm sure. Cause, I mean, this is, this, is, this is a must win. It's crazy, but it really is. It really is a, it's a big game, man. Wow. What a better way to turn back some good times, man, is to win a game in Little Rock, though. But we need it bad. Oh, yeah. I mean. I like Morris's attitude better than uh, the last coach. Uh, well, like, no, Morris is like, I'm ready to play. He don't look retarded when he's on the sideline, you know. Well, he's excited yeah. about playing in Little Rock, you know, is what I'm, what I'm talking about, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I saw that. That's pretty cool, that. man. Yeah, I saw where he was kind of saying he, he, he was – Ready to see what the atmosphere in Little Rock looks like. And then he, like, put up a little quote by, I can't remember what coach it was, but one of these other coaches saying it was like, the loudest place they've ever been. So, hopefully it will be. I mean, it's a pretty late game. You know how people get down there. It's going to be a lot of drinking and, you know, carrying on. I imagine oh, some yeah. people won't make it up the steps. <laughs> There's going to be some fights, so some people will go to jail because of that. People getting thrown out for carrying too much liquor into the game. Mm-hmm. That. So you'll you get know. that to happen. Because then it'll be rain. They're saying it might rain all day. Oh, day. Right. You know, people say, well, maybe it'll be by 6.30 kickoff. They'll be too too drunk to notice. It's like, oh, we're good. Well, the problem with the rain, though, is it rains all day. You know what's going to happen. Everybody goes to the bars and water rocks, and then... They just get swelled up, and it's even worse once they get there. Ain't, ain't, yeah. I ain't going anywhere. I'll just watch it here on the big screen. It's out of the rain. Mm-hmm. So, but I think people are going to be excited. I think they're going to show up. I think, it's, I think they're going to support the team, whether it rains or not. You know, you, you have people giving the hogs a standing ovation, you know, just for playing hard this year. So our fan base is excited. We love the team. We love the Hawks. Yeah, oh, we're, yeah. we're trying to support them. I feel like they're gonna we're gonna support them really well in Little Rock, like we always do. And it's gonna be rowdy as heck, and and uh, you know it's just a different type of <laughs> yeah. atmosphere. It's like the difference in going to a like a you know Willie Nelson concert and a Garth Brooks concert, you know. <laughs> Little Rock's more Willie Nelson and the Fatville's more Garth Brooks. Oh, sure. That's perfect analogy. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I think there's a lot of people kind of like us. I mean, hell, we could have quit this doing this podcast after the bad start, but we just kept on going, you know. We're just hanging in there. I think a lot of fans are, are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some, you- but it's it's gonna this big this weekend. It's big to, big to finish strong this year. I mean, if we only win one more game, I mean, if we finish two and ten, then that ain't. But if we finish, you know, especially I'd like to see six games for a bowl game, but that'll be tough to do. But you know, yeah, 
Have an SEC win starting this weekend, but I don't think people well, give it up. I, I think Little Rock will be excited. Yeah, me too. Are you ready to get into all of this? Yeah, anytime. So, all right. So let's take a look at what we got. For me, when I look at their offense, their wide receivers are, are kind of the weak spot for me. That's how I feel because they got uh, Floyd Allen, got AJ Brown. Floyd Allen's only five eleven. AJ Brown six one uh, kid, and then they got. Matt Class, which is a 6'4", 225-pound senior, and he can, you know, he can flat-out play. But he's, he's your best wide receiver. So if you lock him down, you know, you have an opportunity to take advantage of other two wide receivers. And then you got uh, DeMarcus Lodge, uh, and he's, you know, he's, he's good too, but he's going to be your second threat. He's going to be the, the next guy that's going to really threaten you, you know. And, uh, you know, Alex Weber, he, he rotates in. He's pretty good, too. So those are the yeah. three that you got to worry about. But they they have more weakness there than they do. Yeah, they don't, often. they don't have a big tight end like Alabama killed us with either. They don't, I mean, they barely throw to the tight end. Mm-hmm. So, so the tight end is uh, Dawson Knox. He's six mm-hmm. four, two 250 pounds. I mean, he's a humongous guy, but he's slow, you know. Oh, and then they got Cooley. They got Octavius Tilly, who's 6'3", 265 pounds. And, you know, they're just more of like your blocking type, you know, tight ends. Not your, not, they're not running after you're catching routes. Oh, yeah, they're trying to use a lot of speed with those three. Plus, you mentioned that trio of receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, that like I said, the one, Matt Fyatt, he's the one that you really got to worry about. Everybody else is just kind of, they're okay, you know. Oh yeah, I think we'll. I think our secondary will be able to shut them down, and the front seven will get pressure on the, the quarterback Jordan Tamu. Yeah, yeah, you got him, Jordan Tamu. You know, he, he's a he's a uh, he's a, he's a good quarterback. I mean, he can swing the ball around. You got to give him that. You know, he's well, well, man, with everybody on this team, like we were saying with the score, and it was like, well, you don't know because they haven't. Like even Texas Tech, that's a Big Twelve opponent, but their defense is always horrible. So what is that? I don't really tell you anything. Mm-hmm. But it's putting up big points on. So it's not like we've seen them like at least beat another SEC opponent with that offense. So yeah, that's of, true. You know, it's like well, you know. Yeah, and you got you know you got the running back Scotty Phillips, and he you know he can run for some some yards. You know, and they rotate him and him with uh, Eric Sweeney. and you know they try to do a lot of sweeps and stuff like that. The game's off speed anyway. They try to do a lot of sweeps and try to get those running backs to the outside a lot. And, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. The, the coach is a uh, he's a big-time Ole Miss guy. I think his entire family has played there at <laughs> the beginning of time. I think, yeah. So. Yeah, What's the second – Oh, Matt Luke? Matt Luke. Matt Luke, that's his name. Yeah, that's right. Took over for Hugh Freeze when he got busted, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They just wanted to get somebody that was a wholesome guy, you know. That was an old Miss guy, man. He is an old Miss guy. I mean. I gotta respect that, honestly. Like, it, well, no, imagine like it's, it's kind of like you coaching our ancient backs. Is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you took over for like if you would have been able to take over for the situation after uh, Bobby Petrino, kind of like after best situation. <laughs> you just like, like man, I'm in a tough situation, but 
geez, I'm living the dream coaching the Razorbacks, you know. I'm just going to do my best. So. You're going to do your best. You're going to try to win, you know. If you're going to do oh, yeah. the best he you does. can. He's yeah, he's a pro And the problem is when you got a guy like that that's a, that's a homer, that's a, that's a uh, you know, a coach that's coaching in his alma mater, it, the problem with that is they got such a belief that they can do something special and they can talk those players into that, you know, and win games they shouldn't. So. Oh, yeah. Big expectations will come, too, just like they kind of did the Houston Nut, you know. So, mm-hmm. kind of really start pushing, well, it ain't enough, so, you know. Now, their offensive line is monsters, just so you know. So, you got, you know, Greg Little at 6'6". Six, six. You got your, uh, he's your left tackle. You got your left guard, is John Peterson at 6'3". Uh, you got your right guard, Jordan Sims at 6'4", and you got your right tackle, uh, Alex Givens at 6'6". Every one of them over 300 pounds. So <laughs> they they got a hoss of a offensive line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, look for them to try to take advantage of that. Yeah, the, the battle between their offensive line and our defensive line is going to be pretty big. Mm-hmm. Big thing to watch. Good call. Yeah, and not, the thing is, I'm not scared about it. It's after going against <laughs> Alabama, you know. Oh no, that's a, that's, that's kind of like uh, taking the donut off the baseball bat. I'm like, oh, that's kind of light and easy. This ain't <laughs> nearly as hard as last week was. And we got some injuries coming back on our line too. Um, so, so that's good. I'm oh, yeah. my brain's not all here tonight. I can't remember who it is. It's coming back. We got. Cause we I said no. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll, we moved Crowell we'll over to the right guard and moved. I can't remember who it is. We got a couple guys that are coming off the injury, so that ought to be good for us. Oh, that's any. We're we're coming away there, pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Especially to after an Alabama game, you know. So. Yeah, it's nice to be able to come in with a little bit more. You know, a little more healthy, you know, line. But I don't know. Our line's been impressing me. I mean, I know a lot of people said, oh, the line's horrible, this, that, and other. But, you know, when you bring pressure and you give up a couple sacks from pressure, you know, that's not horrible because they're they're bringing the blitz, you know, and that's where the, the sacks are coming in. And then, you know, our edge, of course, our edge is just – we're not good at filling the edge. and That's our main – Problem. The thing about that is, if you're not still in the edge, it, you still, the quarterback still has time to get a, a quick like screen off or, or to dump to a quick auxiliary receiver. You know, they, he still has time to make something happen because they got to cover a lot of ground to get there. It's not like they're just coming between the you know the tackle and the guard. Yeah, man, the line only gave up one sack against Alabama, so they've, they've been protecting Dory pretty well. Yeah, I mean, for who we got, I've got to say that. Yeah, really I mean, good. being low numbers, too, they've had several players, like, leave. One left to just, like, leave the program for, like, or medical hardships, just retire from football, you know, and just some freak things, man. So they've been low in numbers. It's, they've been impressive. And I think we'll Man, I'm, I'm ready to see him open up some holes for Boyd, and uh, I think Whaley may be back this week. Get him and Hayden. I mean, oh, that'd yeah. be big. 
Okay, so here, so here it is. All right, so we got Cantrell, uh, who missed practice Tuesday. He's back and, and good to go, they said. You got, oh, yeah. Uh, you got Gibson, who, uh, Gibson coming who back in about. now. That's who I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. Gibson, yeah. Oh, nice. Right. Yeah, that's, they, they had moved Froholt over to right guard, so he should be going back to take the left side. So that should fill us up on the edge a little bit better. Uh, and then you got Austin Caps. Um, who is going to be coming back also. So, you know, that's good. And then uh, I guess uh, uh, the freshman, Noah Gatlin, um, he's been injured, and they're saying, you know, he, he got – at least he's, he's getting in practice. He wasn't even getting in practice at all. So now he's getting in practice. He won't be in the game, but we're getting healthy. You know, yeah, that's, that's a good. A lot of teams are getting un, you know, unhealthy, you know. Like, then we're getting better. We're better from – we were in the fall, or early fall. Mm-hmm. But that's that's nice. So. so to be getting healthy in a stretch of three games that we can definitely win mm-hmm. is very good. That's a very that's it's not ominous at all. Let me put it that way. You know, it's a really really good sign. That's a good. Things seem like they're coming together. Uh, well, that's kind of it does feel like that, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel it like does. the whole team's starting to come together? And it feels like it's going to start this weekend with Ole Miss. And look, man, don't don't take this the wrong way, but uh, I was looking at a media guy today getting all changed, and uh, uh-huh. noticed that Frank Rule started. I'm not calling Chad Morris Frank Rules, man, but Frank Rule started <laughs> off. I think lost his first six games as a Razorback head coach. Okay. Won the won the in his first season, won the last four, uh, and won the no. Or, so they finished fourth. They only had ten games, or you know, he probably would have won two more, like maybe this year to get six games, you know. But uh, you know, it can happen. It just yeah, start settles in. Well, a lot of coaches have had poor starts and settled in and done a good job. Again, I have no issues with Coach Morris. I think he's a good coach. I think he's going to do very well for us at Arkansas. I think he might even be classified as a great coach in a few years, but. It's going to take them some time to get us to where we need to be. And I just, all I'm saying is when you listen to the podcast and you hear me, you know, talking about Morris and, and saying that he's not doing well coaching and so on and so forth, I truly believe that. But at the same time, I also think it's just because he's kind of green. You know, I talked about that. You know, it's only his fourth year as a head coach in college. And you look at the guy and you think he's going to be more experienced because he's 50 years old, you know. But, um, you know, he's he's green. He's new to college coaching, and he's – I think he's learning some stuff. He's new to the SEC, and I think he's just learning some stuff about coaching at a high level like this. I think next year we're going to see a much better coach. I think his improvement, you can see it right along with every game this year, and I would say that Alabama game was a very well-coached game. You know, I give him credit for that. And if he comes out and coaches this Ole Miss game way coach that Alabama game, this should be a bullet. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. I think we can out-match Ole Miss everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we got the momentum. More to settle on in. It did. We, I mean, some of these decisions, you notice he's been going for uh, fourth downs more uh, that we talked about in the Colorado State, which is the mm-hmm. – the one I'd like to have back, but he's been going for it. He kind of learned from that. He's kind of be aggressive, believe in his offense. Absolutely. So he's it. He just feel like he's going toe to toe. Seems like he's been more, uh, more 
a little more energetic on the sideline and more involved and, you know, can mm-hmm. go through a lot more of the playbook and uh, got more energy than kind of first game, like first couple games. The first job in the SEC, though, man. So it, yeah. hit him quick. it hit him quick, but you can see he's adjusted. Like, okay, I can do this. I can, I can exactly. match up with Jimbo and Saban. So. Exactly. And then, I mean, like, why, why did he lose all those games he shouldn't have lost? I mean, who knows? You know, but I feel like he had, he is turning the corner. And I think this game's going to tell us what kind of coach we got. That's what I say. If he can't win this game, we'll be upset about it because I think this is going to show us, like, do we have, uh, SEC caliber coach or not? Can we go beat Ole Miss or not? You know, and I think it's going to, I think that's going to make a statement like, yes, I am an SEC caliber coach. You know, I had a slow start, and I turned things around. Or it's going to say, you know, we, we, you know, maybe we make the wrong choice here. So I think this game's going to tell us more than any other game. It's told all year long as far as more coaching abilities go. Yeah, this is the first time we haven't been, you know, heavy underdog against the SEC opponent this year. So, you know, people are kind of believing and believing in us. That like, okay, I'm seeing that too. That getting better. So yeah, but. I mean, it's a like we said earlier. It's kind of a, it feels like a must-win game, man. Or it's gonna. I mean, cause it just more. I mean, if you can win this game, uh, I mean, getting an SEC win just like right that, still having games left is just such uh, an energize the fan base, man. And then, oh, like yeah. you said, but it's just then then we play Tulsa and uh, Manville back to back before the bye week. If we could finish with a three-game win streak or before the bye week. Well, I might guess not. Could we get four. to a ball game? We well, we'd be four and five three? at that point. We'd be four and five at that point before the bye week, and then we'd finish off with LSU, Mississippi State, and Missouri. So we'd have to win two out of those three, LSU, Mississippi State, and Missouri. Well, you know, Which hopefully we, we can beat LSU. We should still beat LSU. LSU is one of those teams that Arkansas can be at their worst and beat LSU at their best. It's just something about our style of shoes. We always get shot in those games. Always. Oh, yeah. Uh, and kind of that series, especially here lately, like nobody really wins two games in a row. Like they've beat us two times in a row, two seasons in a row, and then we beat them before that two times in a row. Like never more than two. It goes back kind of farther than that. Like, so it's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, it's our time to win, especially at home this year. I, I think it's going to be that crowd. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Best of Especially if we're on a three-game winning streak going into that game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, don't know what's coming. Let's bring the boot home, you know. I could say yeah. the damn left about the, you know, whatever that is, battle line, trophy, or whatever. No, yeah, yeah. But I want the boot is what I want. Boot is important, man. <laughs> so their defense, they have uh, Victor Evans as their defensive end. He's a really fast guy. Uh, Ryan Anderson, another really fast guy, really tall guy. He's their other defensive end. Uh, they've got, uh, Josiah Poteney as a defensive tackle and, uh, Benito Jones as their nose tackle. So it's really interesting that they have, that they play that, that, uh, that type of ball where they can take a DN and slide them in and put somebody else up on the line like a linebacker, and they can go 5-3 really easily if they want to. So you might see that adjustment. 
if we see boys coming out and just running the ball on like crazy. And if they do that, it would be great for our passing game. So. Nice. All right. I'll be looking for that. Yeah, I would like to see it. So. Sweet. And then the middle linebacker, you've got uh, Derek Dukes, Bean Dukes, and then uh, the outside linebacker, Josh Clark, and uh, Willie Hyber. And then they got a nickelback. Veron Dasher. So you'll see you'll see Josh and Willie kind of rotate in, in and out there. So Josh Clark's a freshman, but the uh, so Willie Hebert, I've seen him rotate in. I know I said this thing was earlier in the year, and it could have been the games I was watching because I watched them play the worst games this year. I don't know why. Every game I <laughs> well, because they weren't there in the races that game. A lot of times they've been playing there in a hall game or. Mm-hmm. Like Alabama, I think I think I tried to and it got out of hand quick, so so it's probably a more interesting game at that time. But yeah, uh-huh. uh, just kind of seen bits and pieces. But I think we'll be ready for them. Yeah. I mean, that defense doesn't scare me. And listen to this: How much your cornerback? Your number one cornerback is Ken Webster. He's five eleven. All right, their cornerbacks mm-hmm. are a little bitty, so we should be able to pop <laughs> the ball up and go and get it. And then Jalen Jones is our other quarterback. He's five eleven. Uh, David Bowie is he's six foot tall. That's the, he's your tallest quarterback at six, a cornerback at six foot tall. That's a, that's a, that's a problem. Uh, cause our receivers have the height on them for sure. So we should be able to just, you know, throw the ball a little high and get it up to them and, and make some plays. Let our guys go up and get it, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'm excited for the receivers and the tight ends too. We got some big tight ends. Mm-hmm. They're taller too though. Man, if they get matched up in there. But these shorter guys, you know, they're they're gonna yeah. go up and get it. Yeah, even their strong safety, Zedrick Woods, five eleven, or free safety, CJ Moore's five eleven. It's like their entire mm-hmm. secondary is missing. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's good. That's to our advantage. Yeah, we I mean, and and you know they inflate those height and weight numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so you think about that? Them. If it's safe at five eleven, it's probably like five five. <laughs> That's exactly. So we should be able to score a lot of points in this game. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, it's going to be a close game. I think we're going to blow them out, man. I, really I do too. I think, I don't know. I think everything's going to come together. And we've got the talent and the momentum, and Morris is opening the playbook up more. I think the offense is going to be unstoppable. And I, I'll miss my, I'll probably get a couple touchdowns, you know, but. Or a shutout would be nice. How about a shutout? Oh, wow. Yeah, I'd love a shutout. Defense has come back after giving up 60, 60 points and just turn uh, yeah, out of That happens in Little Rock, though. Man. There's, I'd take a shutout. That'd be exciting. I'm telling you, I just got a feeling that this is going to be a game where you walk away from it and you, and you say, all right, this is our coach. You know, this is our guy. He did what he needed to do to win it, and the, and the players walk away like, yeah, we're we're a good team, and we just we 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 just didn't do what we were supposed to do to get in the season. And then oh, yeah. if that's the case, it turns the whole season. In. I mean, it's a possibility we go to a, to a bowl game, you know. And I know a lot of people be like, oh, you know, I can't believe they're talking about bowl games on the fog call and this that and other. But hey, it is what it is, you know. What I mean, we definitely. Have the possibility of going 
you know, to a bowl game. If we come out and just blow them out and, and have a great game here and we find out that we are a top-notch team, we just had some issues at the beginning of the year that we've corrected. Well, now you just go into the next few games doing the same thing. you got momentum, and you're going in to play some tougher teams with that momentum. It's, it's going to be hard to stop us. Yeah, and what's four games or four home games? Uh, Ole Miss, uh, Tulsa, Vanderbilt, and LSU all in a row, man. I mean, that's, I, I, I would put it past them at all to get four in a row and even and then win at least one of the others. The last road games get Mississippi State or Missouri. I mean, yeah. go to a bowl game. Propel kind of get some extra practices, playing a bowl, win that one because we wouldn't play a big big team. They might match stuff against Arkansas State. Uh, Somewhere of that caliber. Then we can have seven wins and have a good off season and mm-hmm. get it started. So, have you had a chance to take a look at my bookie? I think uh, they have us as seven point underdogs. So Old Miss favored by seven. That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah, Old Miss favored by seven. So, uh, you know what that means. If you're going to bet, go ahead and bet on Arkansas. Go ahead and use promo code hog call. Mm-hmm. It makes yourself double. You're going to double what you put in by doing that with the whole promo code hog call. You're going to match whatever you put in up to $1,000. So if you put in 45 bucks, now you're playing with 90 bucks, And now you can make yourself some money. So if you're going to be betting, use my bookie and go ahead and use promo code hog call. Goodness, how do you do that? Man, thank Arkansas. I'm winning you some money. They're giving yeah. you free money on my bookie, so, man, I'll use Hong Kong. Get you yeah. free money. Absolutely. Support the podcast. Help us upgrade. That's what we need to do. And uh, make your stuff some money. Yeah. You know? How about and that on a Saturday night? If you lose, it's not hot. You know? Wow. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, my bookie, promo code, hog call. All right, so what do you think? You got more to say about the – got something to say about your special teams? You got – what else? Do I you really got? don't have – honestly, I don't have anything to say on special teams. Again, it's kind of they've played two different seasons, one against SEC teams and one against non. So I think especially the way we're playing right now, we'll beat all of them, the ones they already – but, I mean – Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I'm, I'm just excited for it. It's hard to, especially this close to recording this on Thursday, a couple of nights before the game. Uh, oh, two yeah. days away, and it's just like, man, you're ready to see because you saw obvious improvement in the last game, and on this, just think that's, uh, that's scary enough, man. We, 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 even, even Bill was beating on this, so it wouldn't be good to start off losing to Bill if you're Boris. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I feel like it's just energizing. It's just made me feel better, even with this cold and everything. Just talking about the game and really, you know, digging into it, looking at, you know, looking at Ole Miss. And it's just like you can see where we have strength over them. And and so if you want to, uh, if you want to throw a prediction out there? All right. I'm going to go Arkansas 45, Ole Miss.
So that'll be fun. Beat SMU up. Ooh, that place too. Looks like the first road game of the year for the D3 fans. So wow. Yeah, and then we we'll come back to Springdale to play Kansas. Oh man, so, Kansas. Mhm. So that's 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 good, and uh, I'm excited. I, I'm just excited about these Dodgers. I, I just think they've been doing so good, and I'm excited to see the D1 team win. Hopefully, they turn it around. But I think this D3 team has a chance for a natty. Yeah, I do too. They're definitely looking that way. I mean, and then yeah, like D one though, they got the first win in all the games. They've lost by one goal, so it's not like they're just outmatched by these teams they've been playing. It's, I mean, it's just because they've been right there. So it's good to see the win. And uh, mm-hmm. that's they get on a roll and really, uh, I mean, that's a good win. So no reason yeah. why they can't get on a roll. Yeah, and then you know, speaking of Ole Miss, they play Ole Miss and Little Rock. So if you're in Little Rock. Go watch the uh, the iPods play Old Miss whenever they go down there and play. You know that's going to be a yeah. That's interesting. The football team and the and the uh, hockey team are both playing Old Miss down there. Yeah, that, uh, you talk about that Old Miss and Little Rock hockey game. The Friday night one starts or it's Friday or Saturday, one of the weekend nights, and it starts at nine p.m. So how cool oh, yeah. is that? Like a like a cold January night when there ain't much to do. Go inside and see Ole Miss and Arkansas hockey at like 9 p.m. That's crazy. I wonder where they're playing at. That's that's cool. Yep, that is cool. Um, I know. I think it was like uh, uh, what was it? The Bart Barton Coliseum. Oh, Barton. Oh, that's awesome. I think yeah, that's, that's where cool. they played before, and that's oh. where they used to have the. Uh, that's where they used to have the Little Rock uh, hockey, the semi-pro hockey team play. Oh, Barton. Okay. So I think it's at Barton, so you get to go. And it was one of the old facilities. I know I've, I've been going there since I was a kid. We used to go and do the 4-H there, and they used to do the uh, – they used to do the uh, – oh, what was it? The the fair at the fair, and they had all the wildlife <laughs> and everything in Barton. So I, I went and saw Ozzy Osbourne in Barton. Um, who was it? Pantera I saw in Barton. Uh I think Garth Brooks I saw there too. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Man, I think the I might be mistaken. I I shouldn't speak before I know this for sure, but I think the basketball hogs used to play there like back in the day, man, and like just like it was a really good I remember thinking I thought I heard about that. Like a long longer time ago. Not you know, recently I've been playing in the bigger Yeah, no, now, no, I think they used to like I think like the big rock game. Mhm. Yep. No, I think you're 100% right on that. I forgot all about that. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> we'll have to, I'm going to wrap that down. That'd be cool to kind of look over that when they do, especially that week they do play on the Rock this year, just to kind of look back at, like, man, where they played if they did play. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, yeah, so, it's, you know, keep up with the hockey. You know, the hockey team's a great team. Uh, I, I can't, uh, can't support them enough. You know, so I'd say I'd say keep up. And I like how they stream a lot of their games, and you can go watch them. I've seen, I've oh, seen, sure. I've seen five hockey games already that I've watched this year. So that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. It really is cool. I mean, really good picture and sound too that they've got it. It's just right there, it's like man, I can just uh, yeah. it's all. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and at the Jones yeah, Center, it's really good. They got the announcer and everything that does it at the Jones Center, so that you can really keep up with it. And then they stream it through you, 
watch it on his phone or whatever, but I got the Apple TV, so I'll watch it right on the Apple TV, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, put it right up on my big screen. Watch it. So, so right. if you got PlayStation, whatever, you, oh, YouTube's on all those. So it's on a lot of the video TVs, too, that they got YouTube. So. And I like that. That's good to know because I like that the hockey season is long, especially the hockey teams go to, like, the conference tournaments and the nationals, usually at least, but you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. And that lasts till like, almost until uh, through March, so, like, a long way to go, especially that, like, we're talking about the D1 team. They still got a long way to get better and, Oh, yeah. You know, the long way to do this is kind of like the first non-conference slate of, uh, you know, any other football or basketball. I mean, and that season mm-hmm. goes on till March as well. So, long time to turn it around and, and enjoy it, like you're saying, uh, to tie that together and watch it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all about winning the conference. You know, if you win the conference, you're going to have a chance to play in the, in the regional. So, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's what it's all about. You, once you go to the SEC tournament. Uh-huh. We, we 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 have been to the uh, natty a couple times now with our D three team. We just I just we just haven't went all the way yet. But still, to be able to even get there, that's pretty. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna. I can imagine the program's been good. They're always good. So we'll keep yeah. you, we'll keep you up to date. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, so with the with the with the. Hog basketball coming up. I think uh, that's going to be really exciting to uh, to be able to see what we got. Do you know if that's going to be something we're going to, be able to watch on the ESPN three or how that's going to uh, the the season or the red white game? The red white game, yeah. So, or is that just like an in house? I don't know. They might. Hopefully, that'd be nice. Uh, sometimes they have, but mm-hmm. it's not a definite. But That'd be nice. It'd be nice. It would be. Well, you know, you know how it's important because I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm new player, so it's really important to be good to watch that. And they play really? two exhibition games before they get into the regular season. Do we? Do we got an exhibition tournament like we had last year? You know how we had that exhibition tournament last year? No, we they kind of just got a. It's like an on-campus one round robin, but no, not a tournament. Okay. Well, that's uh, the I do like. The, I like the tournament. Yeah. No, we play. Uh, uh, got some good home games. Indiana, which is a big time uh, basketball, you know, old basketball historic winning basketball program. Yeah, I like it good this year. They're coming. Yeah, they're coming on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. I'm, I'm excited. Can't wait for that game to go to it. That'd be a good one. But yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. When you talk about it, man, I'm ready to. I'm ready for the season because uh, I think they'll be young, you know. Uh, young and kind of show it first, but I think they'll kind of settle in. And Anderson, Mike Anderson teams always get better at the end anyway. So mm-hmm. might be a little, might be a little rough at first with the new guys. But once they jail, we got Daniel Gafford anyway. So I think we'll still be a tournament team. I feel like Mike's knocking on the door every year, and I just thought oh, yeah. one of these years the door's gonna fall down. You know? Oh, exactly. But it's like Van Horn. You know, it's like if you just feel like you got a shot every single year. Oh yeah. And they do. They've, he's really settled in the last, taking us to the tournaments consistently. And I was like, that's the first step. Just going every year and then, you know, keep building. We've got some good guys coming in. And these young guys are really uh, all, like, they played together, too, on the AU teams and kind of know each other. And uh, they said they're more athletic and 
speedy and uh, defense-oriented like Anderson needs, you know. So we're going to see more pressing and lock, hopefully some more lockdown defense. Nothing else, you know, good defense improvement. So I'm excited about yeah, I'm excited about it too. It's gonna be I'm ready to good. see, man. I mean, it's hard to hard to tell though. I'm ready for red white game so we can find out. Yeah, yeah. Especially like you said, with all the new players, they're really gonna have to pay attention to like how they look. And I'm interested to see if Anderson makes any changes in his style too. Um, you know, I, I feel like he does he does that Nolan Richardson style, but it's not. I don't know. It's not as intense or something. It just doesn't ever has seen to be quite as intense to me. I guess that's oh, yeah. Hey, he, he just had that the big time. Uh, he's had some good players, but not like a whole team of those kind of dog players. And the rules are a little different where you get called, close, you know, more fouls these days that slows it down. But, oh, yeah, he's no one was one of a kind, man. But he does, uh, he does have some exciting games, Anderson, but uh, not as fast as he'd like and not as much not as much for him as the hell but yeah I think like so you see sparks of it uh, oh I yeah think, I like think it's kind of the thing I like I probably have positive view of the like his, his style is like the home games that, that I get to like see live are always exciting plenty of dunks and uh, wins most of the games you know so it's always like I see that like it seems fast and exciting so it's like I really like them compared to some of the last coaches that wasted my college years uh, having to do the day. But that's another story. Oh, God. We were so bad. So tired, <laughs> uh, just trying, like, we, we were, were there like, at every single Only a student once. What am I going to do? Just not go to Bowalt and Arena and watch the – they were so bad, man. Every one we went into those. I mean, <laughs> I don't think we missed a home game. No, we didn't. No, it might have been like, and it wasn't um, pretty. Stuff we don't. It wasn't no. pretty. Oh, that one year, the one year uh, Pelfrey year that we started off, that we beat Texas and Oklahoma. They were top five and like everything was nuts. Oh, you know? we, didn't we, 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 didn't we even beat Michigan that year? Didn't we? Uh, maybe so, man. But that was a, uh, and then Finn only finished with like two wins. Wasted one of the years like that team just went to crap. But <laughs> I that's why I was like I don't even take going to the tournament for granted. But you know, man, I'd, I'd love to see them step up. I think they got some guys that can help them. But it'll be interesting to see. This is, seems like the kind of team that might just come together and be the best wings I had, just because all the athletes and the size. These guys are just huge. Just like a bunch of players that are six six and taller. Oh, that's good. You know, I like a play. team with some size. Like, they got, I mean, like, they've got one guy, like a, well, the only player that's under six foot is the walk-on, so I don't count. So everybody's like six, two, six, three, and taller, and a bunch of six, eight, six, seven guys just across the defense. How do you like that matchup against you? Goodness gracious. <laughs> but that's that's crazy. That's a group of power forwards we've had in a while, too. Like, here recently, they've just kind of been kind of doing it by committee, but actually got some good ones. Reggie Cheney's really one that's going to be awesome freshman coming in. Wow. Well, I'm excited about the preview. I really am. All right. Yeah, I guess I was already starting. All right. Well, man, oh, it's, Ole Miss, it's Ole Miss game. Well, game. we're going to beat them pretty bad. 
So if you listen <laughs> to this podcast, we're, we're certain we're going to beat them pretty bad. We really have been pretty right on with our predictions most of the time. So that means we'll probably barely beat them. So they'll still be long we win. Who cares, right? If we win by a point, I don't care. If it's, it doesn't you know, matter. Six to seven, I'm fine with as long as we got seven. Yeah, I don't really want to have seven. <laughs> what if we go into 10 overtime? Would you be okay with a 10 overtime? Yeah, I mean, that'd be pretty stressful, but man, the, the climatic ends of that, man, you know? Just like, wow, we really won that thing. Just break all the records again. Something <laughs> crazy's going to happen in it, but I hope we just blow them out where it don't matter. You know, there's no crazy ending, just blow them out. Yeah, well, with, with Bellum, I always thought, like, we should have blown them out. And we just barely beat them. <laughs> and it was always some crazy thing happened and we won. And it just always felt like that should have been a handedly one day. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. We are like, damn, Bill fell into that win, you know. And I was like, that was one. <laughs> but he beat him, so Morris got to keep that up. Do you think Coach Morris understands the Ole Miss, Arkansas, I guess we can call it a robbery at this point. I would think so. They've played a lot of times throughout the years, big games, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, we beat them more. We beat them. Oh, yeah. We beat them well, we, in our series. We, we've got at least a 10-win ten, ten lead on them, so mm-hmm. something like that. So we beat them more than they beat us. I think that keep up keep up with this new regime. Yeah. So, would you classify this as battle for last in the SEC West? <laughs> yeah, I might actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it's getting close, and then uh, let's let's leave uh, Ole Miss in the dust, man. Leave them in last. Don't be tied with. Well, somebody's going to have to come out of here uh, second to last. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, well, well, what's going on around the world? I haven't really thought about. Well, how, how are you doing? You're down in Florida. I mean, everything all right down there? Well, the hurricane. Yeah, I guess we should talk about that. I tell you, um, everybody that uh, stayed, you know, I feel bad for them, but understand why they did. So, is this hurricane coming in, right? When I went to bed, it was Category 2. I said, all right, it's going to be about a 2 or 3 when it hits. That's what the consensus was, weather people, everything. This is why we're going to work. It hit the rack, go to sleep, wake up. It's a 4 just barreling at you. you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, man. And then it just keeps like, it's a lower level 4. So you're like, maybe it'll be all right. You know? But then it just keeps on just gathering, gathering, screaming. I said, man, this is going to be a mess when it hits of course, down here in Tampa, we didn't get much. We got a little storm surge, covered a couple roads, stuff like that. You know, the beach was totally covered, like, where you would normally go and like, lay out and, you know, hang out and stuff on the beach. That was covered in water, and it was all the way up to the actual road uh, where you would park your car and stuff. So, you know, we got quite a heavy storm surge. We got winds up to about 50-mile-an-hour gusts, but that's not – not too bad for us. Nothing you haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean... You I'm glad you're all right. You get yeah, I'm glad. So we're good. We're good down here. 
you know, just thoughts and prayers to everybody else. I saw the pictures. Yeah. My goodness gracious. Yeah. What well, did look good. Man. You know, sad to see. I mean, really you, can't, you can't fault people for wanting to live in such, like, beautiful places like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Just never think it's going to happen. So hopefully everything gets better, you know? I know they're going to get a lot of help, so they deserve it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll get a whole lot of help. It's, you know, they'll, they'll get down there and take care of them. You know, there were, I think, six deaths and from the car oh, no. that I saw. I was surprised that that was only six deaths. I mean, yeah, of course, you don't ever like, want to see anybody die in those situations. But, oh, no, no, zero. But, man. You know, it's well, they're lucky it didn't like 30 or 40. Yeah, no kidding. So, you know, pray, you know, I don't know. You gotta, like I said, thoughts and prayers to everybody that's having to deal with it. You know, I hope, uh, I hope you guys are all right up there. I know this is, that, that's the redneck Riviera, so I know, you know, Arkansans all around are going to be. That's a lot of people's second home, They can't, can't go down heaven. there and visit and stuff. It's a lot of oh. Arkansans' favorite place to go, and that's a great place. I mean, mm-hmm. so that's like a lot of people's second home, because that's where they go on their vacation, so. Come on down to Tampa now, you know. Uh-huh. I have to keep on going a little further. Well, I guess that's all I got. Yeah, I, I was gonna win this game. I'm, I'm excited to see. Okay, man, I think I think you're right though. It's gonna be a blowout. Go Hawks! We're gonna win this thing, man. Blue Pig City. <laughs>